Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode is very exciting. We actually have the privilege and honor of having the queen of Nashville on herself, Sarah Bell. We love her here on the I Love You So Much podcast, but before we get into this episode, I have a few things to update you guys on. Um, First off, what I've been up to. I'm still on my housewife vibe. That's pretty much all I've been doing. Also, guys, I just saw I'm in Texas currently, but I just saw that L.A. is I don't know if this is for sure or not, but I saw it reported from the L.A. Times. So is potentially looking to extend quarantine for or stay at home or whatever you want to call it for the next three months. I just want to say that everything happens for a reason. Let me just encourage you guys really quickly. So when I first decided in November that I was going to start quote unquote splitting my time between LA and Texas, which I have not been able to do. So now I have accidentally moved to Texas full time, which I'm not complaining because I'm obsessed with my house and it was literally the best place to be quarantining. I'm a lucky girl. We're getting into that, right? So I tell my dad, December 20th, I go look at places to tour December 27th. At this point, I think I'm moving in like June, right? I'm still not really like committed to moving immediately, but knowing me, I, once I made up my mind, I was just ready to go and I knew that it was like my next step. So I was kind of ready to go. So I was looking at places, but I still wasn't set on getting this house, nothing, right? So we find the perfect townhouse, the perfect price, like all of this stuff happens and it happens like so easily too. And I was like, okay, God, if this is not meant to be like, I need you to have this fall through right now because I don't want to just do like a good thing. I need this to be like a God thing. Like, I need this to be like what I'm supposed to do, but it all worked out so well and I had so much peace about it. So I was just like, all right, so this is what's supposed to happen. And I remember when we moved, we were like, I had some conversation and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I feel like we're almost being like saved from something. Like I literally cannot describe it to you. I know that sounds so ridiculous. And honestly, that was more so like a bad choice of words. I just didn't really know how to explain what I was thinking. Um, and I thought it was about something totally unrelated. And now Oh my gosh, guys, if I wouldn't have moved and still moved when I was originally planning before everything worked out so well, I would be having to either stay in LA by myself for so long or move during quarantine. Like, I don't even know. I don't want to think about it. So anyways, I feel very grateful. Everything happens for a reason. I now fully see why that was so 
expedited at that time because that was something that I was a little bit worried about and a little bit confused about, but I trusted God. And here we are, people. You know, it's just great looking back at things and you're like, oh yeah, like I get that now, you know? Okay, so anyways, um, I, yeah, my housewife vibe, we're gonna elaborate in a future episode. I'm doing a solo bonus episode, surprise, surprise, coming soon. I'm actually about to record it, but essentially I've become a breadwinning housewife over quarantine and I really just feel the most myself that I've ever felt. I actually just ordered a lot of stuff for my next home project, which is now my den, which is what I've decided to refer to it as because it's my garage that's being finished off into like a basement vibe, but I feel like the den just makes the most sense. I needed something to refer to it as, you know what I'm saying? Moving on to products I've been loving so much, I'm not really gonna go into too much of our typical structure for the intro because I just shared that story and I'm about to record an entire solo episode, but I actually, I just wanna say that I am the most popular girl on Instagram right now because I just got the Savon Ayla Lux Unfiltered Tanner in the mail and I posted it to my Instagram story and you would have thought that I just announced like a pregnancy or something. I I have never gotten so many DM replies like Maddie Bragg, Maddie from OK Sis, TK is the one who told me all of these people. So many of you guys have been like, that is the best self-tanner ever. You're going to be so obsessed with it and all this stuff. And you guys know me. I love self-tanning. I'm very, very pale. It's just, yeah, I've been trying to tan. I'm still going to, you know, give A for effort. You know, I'm still going to be trying, but um, I just feel like this is my next step and I wanted to try something new out. I'm not new to self-tanners, don't get me wrong, but I'm excited to try this out. Okay, also, guys, I have a confessional that I just needed to talk to someone about this and I'm not proud of myself. Get ready for probably the only celebrity gossip you're ever gonna hear on this podcast, but I'm sure a lot of us have seen Chrissy Teigen's tweets in the latest drama with all of that, with Allison, whatever her face is, whatever her name is. Okay, well, you guys also know that I'm like really on my cooking grind, like, it is literally my favorite thing to do. Right after I record, I'm going to go downstairs, light some candles, play my jazz. Literally, it's called My Mature Cooking Playlist. Throw my hair up and cook some chicken tortilla soup. And that sounds incredible. And it's just the highlight of my day besides winding down and reading for my Kindle Oasis. Also, cannot believe I didn't include that in products I've been loving so much. Let's just go back to that really quickly. My Kindle Oasis is the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, fast forward. We're back at the confessional. Where was I? So anyways, I love cooking. You guys know this. I've really, I really feel like I've kind of assimilated into this world. I follow so many people. There's a whole world out there that literally revolves around cooking and it is probably the best world to live in. Oh my gosh, I love these people. So essentially, Chrissy Teigen really looked up to this girl, Allison. I don't care about her username or whatever her name is um, because this was mean. Um, but Allison basically made like, just like mean things. They made, I don't know. Okay, hold on. So Allison basically went on record in an interview saying mean things about Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo's like success. And it's like, okay, it was honestly incredibly unnecessary. So Chrissy Teigen goes on on Twitter about it. And then she ends up getting up, taking a break from Twitter for like a day and then comes back. And then it's like, you know, I wish I wouldn't have blown up. I've said things that I really wish I hadn't. And, you know, whatever. Of course, Chrissy Teigen is an angel. Marie Kondo doesn't say anything. Um, here we are. Guys, you know, I'm a housewife when this is the drama that I'm reporting on. Um, okay. All that to say, my confessional is that that all reminded me that I really, really needed some cookbooks, okay? So I went on Amazon and guys, I bought, um, well, I forget the other one. I bought three cookbooks. 
two of which were one was Chrissy Teigen's and one was Allison's. Guys, I'm really, really, really sorry. I feel like a traitor. Obviously, I'm team Chrissy and I didn't like this at all, but like her cookbook just looked really cute and it was exactly what I needed. And, you know, I'm not a fan of cancel culture. And even Chrissy Teigen said it's okay at the end of the day. So I don't know. That is my confessional for the week. It is my first one of the podcast, but I just felt like it needed to be shared. And it's not something I'm necessarily proud of. But I also do have really three really cute cookbooks sitting in my kitchen now. And I feel really good about that. So that is my confessional. But without further ado, we are here with the queen of Nashville herself, Sarah Bell. Um, we are talking Nashville, multiple streams of income. A lot of you guys have been asking that, especially with COVID. Um, kind of like how to make money online, true crime, buying a house, blogging, YouTube, the work. So if any of you guys need any, I wouldn't say this is financial advice, but this is kind of explaining how we make money in so many different ways and um, making like a career out of this. I would say this is a lot more entertaining than it is like crazy, crazy informational. But at the same time, it is helpful. And I feel like it's the perfect vibe because I don't think any of us really want to listen to any like TED Talks right now. I think we want to listen to like friends laughing and talking. This was pre- um, COVID-19 uh, about a week before and Keaton and I went to Nashville and we ended up coming home early so just keep that in mind but hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get started. All right, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to tell you guys about what has been saving my life during my midday slumps. My midday slumps were hitting harder than ever during this quarantine, which is a little bit weird because, you know, I haven't been leaving my house, so you'd think I'd be less tired. No, no, I can assure you it has been the exact opposite. My midday slumps have been hitting harder than ever. And until I started using Organifi Red Juice, it's so freaking easy. Preparing your Organifi Red Juice takes 30 seconds. You just add a scoop to your water at midday and enjoy. It gives you like a natural boost of energy, which I love. No shopping, chopping, juicing, or blending. My other favorite thing is that I don't have to clean my freaking juicer, guys. This takes 30 seconds of midday. It's something really great to look forward to. And it also just really helps with midday slumps. I have this natural boost of energy and I feel so much better than if I had like another coffee or just something a little bit heavier. It also contains 11 antioxidant-rich superfoods for repairing your immune system and boosting energy. So there's reishi mushroom, um, acai, beets, pomegranate, raspberry, cranberry, blueberry, and strawberry, just to name a few. Now more than ever, we need to be focusing on our immune system and staying healthy. So that's been really helpful. Organifi Red Juice improves T-cell function with more micronutrients, phytonutrients, and antioxidants. They also contain all natural herbs, medicinal mushrooms, and berries to protect immunity. So drink Organifi Red Juice in the afternoon to boost energy and improve T-cell function instantly. With Organifi Red Juice, you get a full spectrum of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. So I just make mine in the afternoon. I love it because it's so easy, so quick. It gives me a really natural boost of energy and there's no cleanup involved. I love the natural energy that I get from it as well. It's been so helpful. It ships right to your door so you never have to run to the store. There's also a recurring delivery included in subscription, so it can be automatically delivered on your schedule. It's also USDA organic, dairy-free, gluten-free, keto-friendly, soy-free, and 100% vegan. So you guys can order any Organifi product today and you will get 15% off at Organifi.com slash I love you. That's Organifi.com slash I love you for 15% off any product. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash I love you for 15% off. And let's get back to the episode. Hi, Sarah. Hello. We've been talking. Well, we first off, we went to Milk and Honey. We're in Nashville. 
love the city your city it's the best city ever it is so cute i obviously am from the south I, I honestly texas itself is like very a lot of the southern stereotypes i don't understand and i realize it's just because like they don't exist that much in texas in comparison it's weird but anyways i love the south so anything southern and like country i'm in you know do you feel like it's really like southern here okay well all of my lift drivers have been like old nice men with like they have an accent oh and gosh. they are so nice and they've like carried my 60 pound suitcase oh. everywhere so yeah i do but interesting I, like I love that though but like i like the southern twang that's how i would describe it yeah i feel like there's like quirks of like a new city like every time i have thought it was really cool from moving from la to here i've met someone while i'm telling them that i moved from la they're like me too oh. so i'm not cool <laughs> they're like oh yeah same i don't feel like it's like back road country by oh, any no, means. No, no, no. it's like super modern but the nice southern hospitality oh, yeah which like I care about because I'm not, I'm from Texas and everyone's nice. And so like, I don't understand why everyone's like so rude other places, you know what I mean? The drivers here though are so insane. I swear to God, when I moved here, LA drivers just came straight to Nashville. It's shocking. People don't know how to drive. It's crazy. So, I mean, it's Southern, but it's not, not quite not Southern. Nice <laughs> okay, so, oh, do you want to give a little one minute background, a little one minute bio on yourself, if you will? Okay, so my name's Sarah. I am from Northern Kentucky Uni University. That's where I went to college. I was a political science major. I do YouTube. And then when I moved to Nashville, because I used to live in LA, I decided to get into blogging. I do that, I guess, technically full-time along with YouTube. And that's my spiel. I have a dog named Miller, too, because I love Miller Life. That Thank is you. actually the cutest name. Isn't he so cute? We both have really small dogs and yeah. it's iconic. It is iconic. We got them around the same time too. We, we really did. How, okay, how old is Miller now? Four? Yeah, Coco's about to, I think she turns four on November 4th. I'm like trying to think of her age. I literally was like, I was going to just go to her Instagram to look and then I realized that her Instagram doesn't know, they, they don't know because it's me, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Do you know my dogs are hermaphrodite? What is that? Wait. Yes, I do, but continue, explain this. I remember this now. So when I got my dog neutered, I took him in and he was like under the knife for what felt like a really long time. And the vet- Under the knife sounds so intense. <laughs> he was he under the knife? <laughs> surgery. No, he got, you know, that taken care of. And the vet called me and they told me that they found not only balls, obviously, but a uterus too. So my dog, it has both. Wow. He, he got spayed and neutered. Two for one Did deal. you have to pay no. for both? Oh, that's nice of them. They were just shocked, you know, so they've- They probably don't see it that often. Yeah, a rare thing. So it is a rare thing. Miller is special. That's my dog. There wow. you go. You have all the information you need. <laughs> we Here's my social Miller. security number. <laughs> <laughs> Credit card number, everything. Okay, so let's do hot seat. My first and favorite question. Best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months? Okay, so obviously you and I both just bought a new house, which is exciting. Not together, obviously. Together. <laughs> yeah, plot twist. So my favorite thing in the entire world right now is these smart light bulbs. I don't know if you have them in your house, but they have changed my life. You can change like the color of the yellowy of the light to make it more like white. It's okay. so cool. You can change them to different colors. It makes the ambiance so fun. I love it so much. Do you control it from an app? Yeah. So how much was it? 
Well, there's a main brand, Philips Hue. I think they're super expensive, but if you go on Amazon, you buy like the off-brand. I have one called Olux. I'm pretty sure they're about $10 a bulb, which is extreme, but if you buy them over time, I mean, just get two at a time. It will change your life, I swear. It's so fun. I play with it all the time. Cody yells at me. He tells me to stop playing with the light bulbs. I can't I can't control it. Where do you have them in your house? I have them everywhere i win every single life <laughs> <laughs> what colors do you change it to well that's the thing i don't really use the colors but it's just nice to have it yeah it's nice if, to have the option if i want to have a party and i want to make it look like a rager or a disco mm-hmm. i can have that option that's actually a really good thing for college kids yeah or 26 year old who's just playing with <laughs> light bulbs literally okay second one so what is your favorite podcast i think i already know the answer from our conversation at milk and honey earlier but you know, you can go for it. I mean, it's really tough, but I'm going to have to go with Crime Junkies. I knew it. I'm part of the Patreon, which is like oh kind gosh, of no embarrassing. Way. No way. Wait, what's on the Patreon? You get more episodes. That's not real. How much do you pay a month? Well, I'm just in the lowest tier. I literally just bought it two days ago and it's $5 a month. Okay. So if you guys don't know what Patreon is, basically it's like a site that you get exclusive content from mm-hmm. people and you pay a subscription, right? Yeah. Doesn't The Morning Toast has it too, right? I have no idea. I'm I sure think, they do. I don't listen, but I think that they do with their, and like their house tours are on there, which like I'm interested to oh see. Oh my gosh. If any of you guys have a login, I would love to <laughs> just, you know, give a little, give a little pay look at that. Forward. <laughs> pay it forward. Pay it forward. Okay, so on Crime Junkie, is this the one, this is just a different case every episode? Or, yeah. Okay, cool. So like, what's your favorite one? Can you think of like your favorite episode? I always think it's so like kind of messed up to even like have a favorite case, but I have like obviously a ton. Oh yeah, obviously. It's me. I don't know. There was, if I had to think of like one true crime thing that stuck out, but I don't even know if they covered it, but the Powell case in Utah, I don't know if you no. know about that. It's really messed up. I don't know if we should talk about it. Okay, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really sad, but it's my, it's just interesting. Yeah. All of like the, the, work i guess that went into it you know yeah fave sounds a little bit like okay you know but it was just the mo- one you found the most interesting yes yes yeah it's my stepmom's really into that too really i okay so i really like true crime but my problem is that i now live on my uh, like i've lived on my own before but i lived in a really nice apartment building with really intense security and you literally couldn't get up and do anything at all and there was people everywhere right now i live on my own in a house so like i'm not gonna watch this until like i live with someone else because it's way too terrifying also until i have like really intense security mm-hmm. so i just can't watch it right now oh my gosh wait you know what we should talk about really briefly though what is the youtube channel that you maybe watched oh, last night oh my gosh soft white underbelly it's the weirdest like name for a youtube channel i don't know what it means but basically this guy has people come in from the streets of like skid row hollywood all those popular areas where there's a lot of homeless population and he interviews them basically an interview in exchange for i think twenty dollars camping supplies food anything that they need to survive kind of just set them up yeah Yeah. i don't think he likes giving away money because obviously that money can turn turn around to drugs or something like that he's just trying to have like the safest yes but it's so interesting because when i lived in la obviously i was in hollywood and i was surrounded by such a large homeless population right there oh yeah some of the worst Yeah. yeah totally and 
it's just shocking hearing some of the stories and he interviews a different person every single time. There's people who are addicted to drugs. There's people who are just homeless and just have unfortunate situations that add up to living on the streets. It's really sad, but it's really interesting. It is so interesting. It's also cool because I feel like for everyone, it's great to watch because it kind of like knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Like you, and you're more aware and I, I mean, like, obviously living in L.A. for the past four and a half years, like, I have such a, like, heart for the homeless. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's literally so awful. But it's also good to hear their stories and, like, kind of understand them more because I feel like people will write them off so often and be like, ew, homeless all the time. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, but also, like, every time, I'm like, that's, it's, I don't know, it's, like, heartbreaking, you know? There's one video. <laughs> this is the one that I'm really like, wow, on. I don't so, know which one you're going to say. No, okay, well, okay, there's two guys. <laughs> um, we'll get back to Hati in two seconds. You guys will want to hear this, I promise. So one of them is literally Leonardo DiCaprio's stepbrother. So crazy. So crazy. So that one's really good. And then there's another one. That Sarah. Sarah, yeah. So this one's crazy. It's like almost an hour long video. And this Sarah and I, we were watching it <laughs> from, I'm like in my Airbnb in Nashville. She's in our house. We're texting. We're watching the video we had to be like literally yes for the entire video we are like texting each other we're like wait what the heck because she has <laughs> one interview and like obviously it's like so clear that all of it's a lie but like mm-hmm. she probably genuinely believes it definitely and then they the guy like kind of does research and finds out that like you know all of it was a lie and her family's still alive and all of this stuff and then he does like a follow-up interview which is really short it really didn't like cover much but it was just no. so interesting to watch like did I'm, you hear her response about the college yes but i don't really remember there was a few things it I, was so sketchy she was kind of skirting boston. around and she didn't say like yes. boston college oh yeah okay sorry continue. it was bizarre so she had this elaborate i guess idea in her head that she graduated with four degrees which is masters, insane too. and not even like bachelor's she had four no. master's degrees like she went for it she okay. committed to it and i don't even think she ever told us what the masters were in no. but the guy eventually asks and she said Boston and she skirted around. She was like Boston College, Boston University. No, it ended up just being like a community college, but not a community college. It was like the most, I don't know. But you then she ends up it. saying that she graduated in Maine. Did you hear that? Yes. And then in 2002, which wouldn't add up as far as how old her children are. Because I'm so confused. I, like nothing <laughs> added up. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was so interesting. Anyways, that is so off topic, but so good. Okay. Next question. Favorite place in Nashville? Oh gosh, that's tough. Like restaurant or just place in general? Do both. Okay. My favorite restaurant. It's so, well, actually one of my favorite restaurants got or closed recently, which is so sad, but I would say Hattie B's, which is so generic. It's hot chicken. Cody and I literally go every Monday. It's amazing. That's cute. Yeah, it's our thing. The people there know our names. It's like Aww. old couple basically is what we are. And we go there. They know our order by heart. It's amazing. They talk to us. I love it. Where is it? It's just right down on 8th. There's three locations though. There's one Midtown. There's one on Charlotte. And then there's one close to 12 South. And we go to the one close to 12 South. But that's my favorite restaurant favorite place that's tough i mean i would say just in general like as an area east nashville that's where i live i love it so much it's so quirky and just historical i love old homes and there's a ton of old homes there yeah we were talking about how we like places with character Mm -hmm. also guys 
Uh, side note of my Nashville adventures. I've been here for less than 24 hours, but everyone keeps like, I keep hearing Franklin. Just obviously I'm in Nashville and it reminds <laughs> me of Paramore. And then she, like Sarah was like, oh, I didn't even know. And I was like, no, they have an entire I song. I wasn't a fan. Okay. I was a diehard fan. I, I've my, gotten that. Yeah. Big, big <laughs> fan. My So my cousin is also in a band. So he like toured with them growing up. Oh. So I thought I was like the coolest person ever because my cousin like knows Paramore and toured with Paramore. So I really. That's wild. Yeah. Isn't that cool though? That's a big deal big casual big deal, casual so i'm like oh you like knows Haley and like everything like and not really i mean he actually does but like i didn't say that so i felt very cool as like a third grader because my cousin this is before they really really popped off too mm-hmm. i think i probably knew them just because i was like looking up like bands that he was talking with. i don't know like i found them i was young though Anyways, diehard Paramore fan. So Sarah and I have known each other for <laughs> a long time. A long time, probably like five, five years, six years. I, I actually remember the first time we met. Do you remember the first time we no, met? No, wait, tell me. How I do you remember this. I don't know. I have the creepiest memory. I remember such weird details about everyone. It's so okay. strange. But I met you at I think VidCon or Playlist Live, one of the two. At the time, you were dating Justin. Oh my gosh! And yeah. you and I, I think I think we had the same meetup. It was with. Oh my gosh, Caitlin I was totally there. Remember, you remember this? this now. I remember yes. you were wearing, you were wearing a black shirt. <laughs> okay, I actually so remember you. And I thought you about. were so cute because you were Aww. so young. Yeah, and li- at that time, baby. I think I was in college or something like that. But we were just at such different like points in our lives because at the time when you're in high school and someone's yes. in college, it's like ages and ages away. But now that we're older, obviously, I feel like we're at the same age, even though I'm much older, but it's fine. I look back now because we were babies and then babies. there was a there was like a big circle of friends mm-hmm. and there was like the high school crew and then the college crew and, and we, we meshed together yeah and we meshed together and now it's not i mean it's just like we've all meshed together but when we were younger there was definitely a split because mm-hmm. we were all underage or whatever it might be but you guys really took us in and i look n- back now and i see all the high schoolers on youtube and i love a lot of them and they're great but i'm like i don't know how you guys were friends with us because like it's just such a big gap mm-hmm. i don't know how you guys are friends with us like I look back now and like maybe there just seems like it's a I don't know maybe they're just playing like younger but I think now and I'm like okay I I really had this thought actually I'm like okay when you guys are my age we were all I think you guys were all really mature for your age and I think a lot of us that were older were a little bit immature for (laughs) age so we kind of like met in the middle yeah we just met in the middle you know what I mean yeah I remember no I remember watching your videos for ever ago like when i started watching youtube it was like megan rankson at the time it was like you yeah we were bffs yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. you megan yes alexa yeah like everyone i remember that oh my gosh yes yeah what was that show that was really big with zendaya euphoria yeah she was on euphoria oh i didn't even know that yeah she was like the prom date at the end Oh, wow. Blonde. It's crazy. Super cool. That I know. was a really Casual. big show. There's filming season two. Random that I even know that I didn't watch <laughs> the show, but very cool. So anyways, we've known each other for quite some time and we, well, you lived in LA. Do you want actually, let's briefly talk about your time in LA and your thoughts on the city, just because I feel like it is a little bit refreshing to have someone who's like gone and left and out, out of it and now. out of it. Yeah. I actually love LA. I just don't think it was for me. I think I tell people this. I aged so many years in the two years that I lived there that I don't think I could have handled anymore, if that makes sense. And at the time, I was only YouTube, so I didn't expose myself to like bloggers or anything. Nowadays, I feel like I know a ton of people in LA, but 
when we all were living in LA, everyone basically lived in downtown. Caitlin and I lived in Hollywood and that 30 minute drive yes. is such a division. You know what I mean? So what people don't realize in LA is that you can all live in LA, but just the traffic in the kind of the way of life, it's not as accessible and easy to get to your friends. So you actually don't see people as much as you think that you will. Mm -hmm. It's more isolating than you realize. Yeah, I would never see Shelby and Monica. They lived in, oh, yeah. where were they, they live? Playa, yeah, the Playa. And so it was just Caitlin and I just like waiting for people to come to Hollywood or we'd go see them. Like if you lived in Studio City, I feel like you and I would have been probably closer. Yeah. But obviously Studio City and Hollywood are really close, but ho downtown, I think I went to your apartment like right before I moved mm -hmm. for St. Patrick's Day, I think. Was probably. that your apartment? Yeah. And we filmed and stuff too. Oh yeah, we yeah. filmed our that. collab is, with the hats. The hats. That oh, is so wow. random that we did like a challenge video because neither of us are like that yeah. at all. That was a weird phase of YouTube though because yeah. it, everyone was kind of trying to figure out what they were doing because mm -hmm. it was just changing so much and everyone was like, what? And then we all went back to doing exactly what we were doing at the very beginning before we changed anything. So uh, you never really changed, but my friend group did and we always were like, why did we do that? You know? Oh, I feel like I've changed so much. <laughs> no, but like, I mean the saturation days. Oh yeah, I did do that yeah exactly that i tried to and i realized that wasn't me at all i wish i could have been that person because i feel like that's how you grew back in the days but and okay. the videos were really well done like shout out to them it just oh like wasn't God. any of us i mean the production was really insane, insane. i and wanted one of those like things that you attach to yes obviously who would do that for me <laughs> no one no that's just like a lot so then you moved out of la what finally kind of made you decide to leave and then how did you realize how much you loved Nashville? I mean, you are Nashville. You're like the epitome of Nashville to me. Like it's like the city was made for you. So how did this all come about? I actually, it's so funny that you're watching Nashville right now. Oh, yes. I watched that show and I was obsessed with Nashville from the second I watched that. I had to go there. I, people from my hometown were visiting Nashville all the time. And I knew it was the biggest city that was closest to Cincinnati that wasn't like super small so I decided to go and see what it was all about with Caitlin it was September and our lease was up in April and I just fell in love with it I just wanted to move as soon as possible I toured places in February and decided that I was over LA life and I just I think had it I think I outgrew LA in a way I did all I could do there if that makes sense yeah. not to sound like I have a lot done in my life but for you, uh, yes. it was like your time was up there. Yeah, my time was up. Yeah. I think that's like, that's kind of how I felt. Even mm -hmm. though I love LA and I think a lot of my life will always be in LA, I was just kind of ready. I don't know. And I never really thought I would be. It's I like know. Weird. I was shocked that I only lasted two years out there. And I, I am kind of sad that I left after two years just because I feel like if I had given it one more year, I feel like I would have had a better time in LA. But Nashville's just so great. It's so me. So I'm glad I ended up moving. No, Nashville is the best. With moving, I remember when I moved to LA, I don't remember who told me this, but they were like, the first year is your honeymoon phase. You're going to be in love with it. The second Absolutely. year, you're over your honeymoon phase and you're like, where the heck am I? It's like a really weird year. You're kind of getting homesick, all of that stuff. Your third year, it feels like home. And that's exactly what happened to me. Interesting. My first year, I was obsessed. I loved it. It was great. My second year at that point, like, Mo Molly had moved home and then I was kind of like I don't know I think it was like I worked from home and I did school from home which is a lot of home awful yeah. <laughs> and I live by myself so it was an awful like 
combination. So that was kind of depressing. But then Lindsay and Megan looked pretty close to me. So I was always with them and they were amazing. Loved them. And that kind of like them. saved me in my second year. Then they ended up moving. And then I kind of like changed my entire life. Like I really like. You left. really did change. I really did change my entire life. And that was like the best thing I could have done. Like that phase of my life just like needed to be over. And then my third year at Valley Home. That makes sense. Cause Caitlin actually went through the same thing as me because first year there she was really happy second year I think she was thinking about moving to Seattle and now she's obviously been there for three or four years she's loving it so makes sense for yeah. those who don't know Caitlin B it's my best friend my Caitlin old roommate B. we love her we love I her. Have her on when I'm in LA I you don't know should. why I have done that she's the best I love her wellness Wednesdays we've been meaning to start a podcast together for like years you guys really should just because we have so many stories but then we're like is this just too many inside jokes and people wouldn't understand but I don't know I think we're really funny so no I think you guys actually really should I think so that's a genius idea okay so how did you figure out did you okay so you had only gone to Nashville one time and then you moved or did you okay so how did you find your apartments how did you figure out where you wanted to live all that stuff all right guys really quickly i just wanted to talk to you guys about one of my favorite sponsors for the podcast beach body on demand so it comes as no surprise that we are stuck inside for who knows how long guys um i'm running on i think you know i think it's actually two months today as i'm recording this so we've made some life adjustments dare i say i think not only have i obviously transitioned to working out from home but i think i actually am an at-home workout person now which i never thought would happen this is seriously a miracle so that is why i wanted to share beach body with you guys it is so important to keep exercising and keep moving during quarantine i feel so much better mentally when i'm actually working out i can look back at weeks where i've been really really down and i promise you i wasn't working out then so things like beach body are really really helpful during this time so beach body on demand is the best streaming platform for workouts if you guys didn't know this is the company behind p90x insanity and 21 day fix now you can check out some of beachbody's news programs like morning meltdown 100 and 80 day obsession and start every day strong i'm really into the 21 day fix i like 21 day things i don't know what it is about that i just like the number but it's also really easy to kind of add into your morning routine i also even like throwing on one of the short like dance workouts there's like even some that are like 10 minutes after i have my work day right before i like shower and cook or whatever i'm doing for that night just to separate my day a little bit so they have the best programs hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts they also have bar which i really really love it's really time efficient which i love you can also watch on your computer your tv tablet smartphone roku apple tv chromecast all of those things and of course i have the best deal and fitness for you guys so okay so if you guys want to join me right now my listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text i love you to 30 30 30 again you can text i love you to 30 30 30 and you will get free access to this entire platform for free all the workouts nutrition information and support totally free i really want you guys to try this because it's really helped me not only physically but mentally i feel so much better when i'm doing this again guys it's literally absolutely free text i love you to 30 30 30 Okay, guys, let's get back to the episode. Actually, well, technically I came here twice before I moved, but the second time was just to tour places. It was February. I had seen this apartment whenever it was being built. Whenever Caitlin and I were visiting, I could see it from the bridge, which is the pedestrian bridge in Nashville. It's like the popular bridge where everyone takes pictures, literally just a walking bridge. And I pointed at it in the skyline. I was like, that's where I want to live. And sure enough, 
that's where i ended up moving wow isn't that wild that really worked out well for you i know <laughs> oh my gosh okay so did you just buy this is just random for everyone who's moving people ask these questions all the time did you move any of your stuff from la or you sell that and then buy all new stuff? i sold a lot of actually pretty much all of it anything that couldn't fit in my car because my dad is a saint he drove my car out from kentucky to LA when I lived out there just for the summer, then drove it back. Well, actually I shipped it back. Then when I moved back out to LA after I graduated, he drove it back out. And then when I moved from LA to Nashville, he drove it. Wow, an what angel. What a saint, Action right? Angel. He likes going on drives and stuff. So he was really into it. He wanted to drive on Route 66, but yeah. he just packed up my car. So I brought my TV, a console table, like the acrylic one from CB2. Mm-hmm staple i actually miss mine I, I, <laughs> me too in LA. yeah i sold mine and i regret doing that now because i feel like it's just such a staple for any home doesn't matter the style or yeah, anything really like doesn't. that and then just a ton of clothes i shipped a lot of clothes that's but, basically what i did i mean i saw my place in la but i'm not bringing any of that oh no I'm you should ship or not. sell it on facebook marketplace literally that's what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. that is what i'm gonna do okay so you just bought a house i did which is so really did exciting <laughs> yeah kind of which is very exciting so we're gonna talk about that before we get into the house though i want to talk about like revenue streams as a blogger and youtuber because i know people get so confused mm-hmm. all the time as far as like not like not in like the nitty gritty of like finances that people are just confused on how people make money. And so I wanted us to sit down and chat because I finally have someone who is actually a blog. You are like a blogger and a YouTuber. You're not just like a YouTuber who has a blog or a blogger who has a YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've done a very good job at that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about like streams of income, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like nothing's really changed when it comes to like my streams of income when it was just YouTube versus now and it's YouTube and blogging. A lot of people don't do blogs these days. I still maintain my blog as much as possible, but a lot of times the blog is kind of just lumped up in your payment that you're getting from like a brand. They'll be like, oh, by the way, we'll want a blog post too. So for me personally, the blog was just kind of a way to, I don't know, just express more. There's always stuff that I could make YouTube videos on that I couldn't do on blog, but the blog never was really like a financial thing, if that makes sense. No. But then, do you feel like most bloggers mainly make their money if they're just bloggers on Instagram? Absolutely. Okay. 1,010%. Although nowadays people are like getting on TikTok. Yeah. I can't get behind it. (laughs) Here's my thing. I'm too old. I was like, okay, TikTok is not happening. One of my best friends, Dom, has been on TikTok for like two years. Like Mm -hmm. she always, she's the cool friend that we all have in LA. Like she always knows. We used to make fun of her for it. And now it's the biggest thing ever. It's so big. Keaton is really into TikTok as of the past few weeks. Like the dances. Yeah. So I'm going to have to learn from her tonight. But TikTok is the new thing. I can't. I can't. It's just a lot. Okay. So basically with streams of income, when you are... Uh, I hate the word influencer, but mm-hmm. an influencer. Just say it. Rip the bandaid just off. Just say it. You have a lot of different ways that you make money. Mm-hmm. So there's like brand deals. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm Maybelline and I want Sarah to make a video with this lipstick and I have X amount and a contract in terms and that's how that works and you sign that. Mm-hmm. Then there's also like YouTube ads, which you, it depends on who you are. Like some of that is like literally no money at all. 
But since you can add multiple ads to a video now, that's actually like more substantial. Unless you're David Dobrik, then like obviously you're making oh, a yeah. lot of money off ads unless your videos keep getting demonetized. And then there's also like merch, commission. Okay, you do like lot of commission like like to know it and stuff right i tried to i'm not the best at it anymore i feel like ever since they did that screenshot thing instead of whenever you could just double tap it and it would get sent to like your inbox that was so much easier back in the day but now that you have to actually screenshot someone's picture people are way more lazy about that oh i didn't even realize that okay so i recently went to the reward style like headquarters for this oh, in really? Dallas. fun fact the best like nicest most beautiful office i've ever seen probably like stunning people too yes and like <laughs> also i've been to pretty much every single office that is like in this industry at this mm -hmm. point like new york la all of them and it is the first off the best view i've ever seen which is interesting i didn't even realize it like i you walk in is and it it's, downtown dallas yeah you walk in cool. and you're like oh my gosh it's so nice so they were trying to teach me all this stuff i'm trying on my instagram so when you guys see like like to know it reward style type links that's commission you got a screenshot to shop just Apparently so you know a screenshot i'm like i know literally nothing i feel like i'm not leaving out anything commission merch you do merch right yeah i'll do merch when i want the yeehaw merch is available now guys shop it on amazon and then i also do podcasts so like my podcast is all so you ads. really hit at all because instagram well you forgot kind of forgot about instagram oh yeah instagram deals i feel like instagram deals is where a lot of people make money these days especially in the blogging world i mean that's yes. literally what i think most bloggers make money doing who are your favorite bloggers oh gosh that's tough obviously i love whitney port yeah, she's the biggest Whitney Port fan. I'm a guys. huge Whitney Port fan. I comment on her Instagram all the time, just waiting for the day she recognizes me. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love her. I love her style. I love her home. I love her child. Not that sounds weird, but you know what He's I mean. Cute. He's so cute. As far as like blogger bloggers go, though, I mean that's tough. There's so many good ones. I friends wise, I love Peyton. Yeah, was on your yeah. Podcast. She's been on twice really yeah i didn't realize that she's a great guest I'm she was one of the first guests and like when i first started this really uh -huh. oh that's cute i don't know i feel like i follow so many people that it's kind of hard to keep up with all of them and everyone's so different that i don't know right now i'm into home bloggers is okay. that weird no not at all i i just follow so many brands on my home account that i that's what i spend most of my time scrolling so i feel like i'm so as sarah jessica parker said in sex in the city too She's been cheating on fashion with furniture. That's my life right now. That should be your Instagram bio. Right? That's a good one. I just feel like I'm trying to merge like clothes and furniture at the same time yeah. on my Instagram just because that's what life is at this moment. I'm sure you feel my pain. Mm -hmm. There's so much money in furniture that you just spend, spend, spend. Oh my gosh. We're so off topic. I don't know who my other favorite bloggers are. Sorry. You know who I really like? I don't know how to Do pronounce tell. her last name, but Emma... L-E-G-E-R. Mm. She has... This girl was born to be an Instagram blogger. Like, She's cute. I have never seen someone who is so good at, like, keeping up with stories and posts. And there's always stuff. She always has the best content. Like, all, like I have literally never seen someone who's better. Like, she was mm. actually born to do this. I really do believe that. Interesting. She's, like, my fave. I don't really keep up with, like, too many bloggers. Like, I... I will read Peyton's blog because I'm a diehard fan mm -hmm. of her, but I feel like most people are just on Instagram now. I just really like the old OG bloggers. Like I yes. love Sincerely Jules. Yes, I yes. love Ami Song. I love Ami Song. I follow her on YouTube and I follow her on Instagram. I obviously love her line on Revolve. 
it's the best but I have pants in my i've heard in my bag right now oh actually, really which yeah. ones the like they're beige like cigarette pants Ooh. or whatever oh yeah i saw yeah, that on your yeah. vlog <laughs> you got you up to date yep basically with like streams of income people ask this stuff all the time i think if you're able to diversify your income that isn't the best thing i've ever done because i'm like talking to the listeners because you're not just reliant on one stream of income and that's where i think people get confused as to like how people are making money mm-hmm. and it's from a lot of different streams that kind of come together you know that's why i made my home account is yeah. just because i mean that's just another opportunity for an income yep because pe- some people won't follow my home account because they don't care about home stuff, but they care about fashion stuff. So they'll follow Sarah Bell Elizabeth, but vice versa too. You know what I mean? I don't understand that people don't care about home stuff. I don't get it either. I don't get it. My mom, yes, she was an interior designer. So I guess I was like born into it. And like a lot of my family is, but like I love home stuff i used to, i grew up in like furniture stores and so i hated that because i would oh, just yeah. like sit and wait for my mom and that wasn't fun but as i've like i've always loved it it's the best thing ever so now we're transitioning into the house <laughs> let's talk about the house how long was your house like searching process when did you finally i mean i know but like tell the listeners oh. don't worry i keep <laughs> up today yeah share everything basically okay so we've known that we want to buy a house for the longest time i live with my boyfriend cody and it was just something we always talked about this year after christmas we were we were gonna hammer down we were gonna find a realtor and we were gonna buy a house so we met with our realtor on a thursday after new year's she ended up like we got the pre-approval and all that stupid well not stupid it's really important i'm sorry it's just <laughs> such a hassle it's like just buying not a house fun. <laughs> it's so much paperwork so much paperwork but we had to get all that stupid stuff done before we could like obviously look because she needed to know how much money we could buy because obviously she's not going to show us like a million dollar house when we can't afford a million dollar house so that stuff was done by saturday and she took us to the house that we ended up buying on tuesday and we put an offer in that night but we also went to open houses and stuff but that was before we had the realtor just to see what like money could buy us Mm -hmm. if that makes sense it's something i definitely recommend for everyone whether they're just starting to like think about buying a house they should definitely go to an open house because that's the time to look just to see what you like and what you don't like so yeah we bought the first house we saw and you found your realtor on instagram right yes isn't that amazing yeah that actually is really incredible that is also like this is a good example of just people who are marketing so well Mm -hmm. so basically like the amount of people i feel like before it used to just be influencers but people with just like normal like not standard jobs but more traditional jobs Mm -hmm. now like that instagram business always like my realtor in dallas i met her because she knew my mom and she's the best and i'm like just keep posting to instagram like you get so many absolutely it's unreal okay so in the house buying process what do you feel like was something you didn't like expect or something that was harder or a lot easier I honestly found the entire process so easy. I'm one of the rare people and I understand that I'm very blessed to have that experience, but there was no, everyone just makes it sound like it's the worst thing you're ever going to do in your entire life. Did you ex- feel like that? No. So I really lucked out. I went and toured. I wasn't honestly, I didn't even know when I was going to go back to Dallas. I was just looking to look and have fun. And like mm-hmm. the realtor was my mom's friend. So like, yes, we were looking, but it wasn't, like I wasn't like dead set 
I'm gonna like buy a house. Yeah. I need to figure it out right now or anything like that. But did people like tell you that buying a pro- like a house was the worst process? Kind of okay. So like my experience, like I didn't even know if I was gonna rent or buy at that oh, point. I so see. I wasn't like sitting here for forever. Like I'm gonna buy. Like I had always in the back of my head known I was gonna buy in Texas. Like that was a plan. But it just ended up happening and then I found it and it was a really quick, easy thing. It's so crazy though. My house was on the market for 60 days. There was not one That's offer. Insane. I know, right? Not one offer. The within an hour of us putting in our offer, two other people did oh after my God. no one had. One was like a few thousand less than our offer, and then the other one was our exact offer and they just chose us. That's lucky. Yeah, I know. Did you get yours in before like the other person? Is that why? I don't know. I have no idea. Ours was not even on the market yet so that's how we got really yeah, lucky that's literally so freaking nice. it was supposed to be listed two days after we toured it so we had that pressure we were we were worried obviously about buying the first house you see just because that is such a thing i would do because i'm the person that tours one apartment i'm like this is it yeah, that's i'm gonna too. live here forever but it ended up working out the house is perfect you're gonna come see it this week oh i'm literally so excited it's, i'm unbelievably excited for this i can't wait for my bed to come so then you can get the well not it comes today right yes wow three to five can't wait that's actually really exciting it is okay so as far as like saving for a house how do you have okay do you have like a financial advisor like who where do you get your like financial advice from almost and do you have like tips like were there certain apps that you use that were helpful like certain things because i feel like nowadays especially people just like i mean including myself i now have a financial advisor Mm -hmm. so i'm like getting my stuff together honestly my mom is just such a stickler when it comes to finances that she's kind of implemented my entire life that i've always needed savings so i've never been one to just spend 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 people always think from my instagram that's all i do is spend money but i'm actually like very thrifty with my money i never buy like a handbag full price me neither i just can't like knowing i can get something cheaper somewhere else i'm absolutely gonna get it cheaper elsewhere like on amazon if i have the option to buy something used i'm buying it used because it really makes no difference you know so i've just been lucky i guess with that i've never had a financial advisor my mom is she looks at my finances because her name's technically on my account with me but I mean, it's probably the worst answer I could probably no, give No, that's kind of the same thing with me and my dad. I actually want to start a video series with my dad on my channel where, because he is really business savvy, mm-hmm. really smart with finances, all of that. So like up until this point where I kind of want to be more independent and I'm like trying out this new thing online because I want to see if I like want to like recommend it to people. But he always like really helped me with that stuff. So that was really helpful. But now... I know so many people don't have parents that are like that. So I want to start a series where I like sit down and ask my dad all these like very specific questions. Cause I still am like so confused on things. Like I'm still like, I don't know what that means. Like, oh, absolutely. All the time. I Google things all the time. I'm like, no clue. I'm just so scared of getting like audited or something like that by the IRS. Just cause terrified. I mean, we truly don't know. Our job is so you know, up in the air, things change every single year that I don't want to make a mistake and not realize I'm making a mistake, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So obviously I have like a tax person, but yeah, I mean, you have it's to have scary. That. I mean, I guess you don't Being if you're like really together. Oh yeah. If you do your own taxes, like props to you. Props to you. <laughs> I could never. Where are you finding majority of your stuff at your house? Facebook marketplace, 1000%. Your table that you got there. Incredible. I saw oh my gosh. A hundred dollars. Isn't that incredible? What are your Facebook market tips? Do you just like keep oh, looking or? I, every time I get on Instagram, I also check 
Facebook marketplace. Just to give you an idea of okay. how often I check up on everything. I The way things work is basically you need to search like 10 separate things that is really specific to what you want. So for example, I'll type in mid-century MCM, mid-century modern, CB2, anthropology, and they'll all kind of be already kind of saved. And that way that stuff will show up on the main page as it's posted. Oh, okay. That's cool. I use it, but I don't do that. Oh, I'm a hustler. Okay. And so stuff that you'll most likely like will be popped up first and then you can continue to search. But yeah, that's a little hack for you. How many things have you gotten from there? From Facebook Marketplace? Like a ton. I got our table for $100. The girl is listening or listing it for $125. Obviously, it ended up having to pay for like movers because it's a humongous table. So that was a bargain. I actually found our console table, which is mirrored. It's so cool. It's from the 70s, which is so my vibe. I drove to Chattanooga, which is two hours from me. Unreal. In my Jeep, pull up. I'm like, that's what I want. They basically were like, hey, you realize that's 500 pounds, right? I said, no, because <laughs> it just looked really cute. I wanted it. And I think she had it listed for $400, but she just wanted to get rid of it from the antique mall space because it was taking up so much visual space, I guess, in her booth. So she sold it to me for 125 bucks, which was a thrill. How did you do that? Were you just like, I'll buy it for 125? No, she had it listed for 125 on Facebook. Okay, I thought you said 400 for some reason. Oh, I did. Oh. At the antique mall, it was listed for 400. Oh. But she just wanted, like the owner of the booth just wanted to get rid of it. So oh she was gosh. like, just show this to the people up front. And you you can get it for $125. So I didn't go there thinking it was 500 pounds, obviously, because like, who would expect that, you know? But I measured it all the night before and it was supposed to fit. So they ended up getting it into my car by some miracle and they had to literally rope my latch down and I had to drive home with my uh, trunk partially open the entire way. For two hours. For two hours. Yeah, and that would be With me. a mirrored console in the back seat where it's shaking and like making the sound, making it sound like your Jeep's falling apart. Yeah. It was really charming and a lesson I learned. I got it. Then I had to hire someone to come move it, like big bulk mover guys to move it from my car into my house. So that costs $80. But overall, you know, it's a lot cheaper than what you'd get at CB2 because I wanted a console that was very similar to that from CB2. And it was, a, I think, $1,000. CB2 is so expensive. So Here is expensive. Thing. I bought majority of my stuff from CB2, kind of. Which I love. But I normally, I mean, I never do that. But I was like, I'm buying. I'm here for a long time. And it's a smaller, I mean, it's not really smaller, but it's like a smaller space. Mm-hmm. And I was so obsessed with this one table. And in my defense. Okay, is it your dining table? Yeah. So it's I found pretty. this table online. It was unfortunately $3,000. So I was like, you know, that's just not going to happen. So in my Facebook group, do you have a Facebook group? No. It's the best thing ever happened to me. So in my Facebook group, I asked them, I was like, hey, does anyone have like so random, this is $3,000, I'm in love. Obviously, I'm not going to spend $3,000 on this table, Mm -hmm. whatever. So they found me a table that was like a third of the price, which is still ridiculous from CB2. But I was so in love with it. I like thought about it every single day and I just couldn't live without it. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, I'm 100% getting this. And then they had a matching coffee table 
but it's like not too matching. So I was like, okay, that has to happen in my couch. And then from then on, I was like, absolutely not. There are these chairs in my house. So my mom is an interior designer. So the brown has, ones? Yes. And everyone keeps asking where they're from. Oh yeah. And it's the biggest thing. Like, and every single thing that I post, even not related to these stupid chairs, everyone's like, where are these chairs from? And I've answered it a billion times. My mom is an interior designer. She has access to these places that I do not have access to. Mm-hmm. And she found them. So I got both of those chairs for like six something, which is like really good. I saw oh, yeah. I was in CBTO on Knox Henderson and I sat in this chair, fell in love, looked at the price tag, $1,400 yep. for one chair. For one, was it a leather one? Mm-hmm. I know which one you're probably talking about because yeah. I too love their chairs, but I will never pay $1,400. Absolutely not. I don't care how much money I have. Also, I'm not a rug person. So like I'll never spend a lot of money on a rug. But I like, don't get it either. I don't get it. Like I was talking to someone about that yesterday. I'm like, it's just not my thing. So anyways, I found these chairs for like way cheaper. I got like random investment pieces. And then I found this acrylic coffee set or acrylic oh, chess from CB2 I saw yes. this have I ever played chess a day in my life absolutely not no absolutely not but I love the way that it looks uh-huh. and it's just so cute and then everything else like I just bought my office furniture finally Ooh. and I got all of that on like cheaper websites and mm-hmm. whatever so I just kind of figured it out from there when you switched your address like USPS address did you sign up for like the coupons and stuff no whenever you change your address in like move they give you the option to get a bunch of coupons so you can get like a Wayfair one that's 10% off, Amazon one that's I think 10 or 20% off home stuff. There was a CB2 one for 15. That's what I use to get my bed, which 15% is a lot when you're paying like $1,000. It's yeah. obviously $150. I'm pretty good at math. What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> no big deal. And then... When I ordered my bed from CB2, it was during President's Day, maybe. I'm not sure. And they had like a free shipping. Okay, so that's what I did too. I turned up for that. So that is why I ended up going and actually buying the stuff from yeah, CB2. That makes sense. Because my shipping was free. The couch ended up because I had to keep putting off. I was trying to schedule it perfectly to where I'd get delivered right when I moved in because I'm crazy and that's I so can't impossible. live my life. It's so impossible. It didn't happen. But... I ended up waiting to buy it. And the day that I bought it, it ended up being like 15% off. Amazing. So I ended up saving like $1,000 overall or something like ridiculous. That's and it was insane. amazing. I forgot that that even happened actually. Yeah, you should sign up whenever you switch your LA address for those coupons because they don't expire for like a few months. Okay, that's what I need to do. Well, yep. oh, I didn't even explain. I was going to tell you this earlier, but I've been having all this DMV drama. So like changing my address and doing all this stuff has really been something that I just uh, don't even want to think about ever again. Oh, no one likes the DMV. No, okay. No one likes a DMV. And then the DMV does not like me. It is <laughs> not even like I had it. Oh my gosh. I'm not even going to like get into it here because I'm sure I've talked about it. But uh-huh. like my DMV experience over the past year has actually been laughable. Like there needs to be a camera following me around and it needs to be is like this the LA of, one both it needs to be like nathan for if you've seen nathan for you no oh my god it's okay anyone who's listening to this if you guys have seen nathan for you or you haven't go watch the dumb starbucks one it's the funniest thing i've ever seen it's a show i think it's canceled now but it's on comedy central i like watched it online with my cousins it's so (laughs) freaking funny there needs to be like a nathan for you type episode it's this funny like comedy 
obviously it's comedy but like i don't know how to describe it this guy is just has really dry humor if you like dry oh humor, i love dry humor you would think this is so funny so this guy nathan he goes in and the whole concept of the show is that there's these like failing businesses mm-hmm. and he comes in with these brilliant quote-unquote ideas to fix the business so like this coffee <laughs> shop was going under oh and god i already know where this is going it's gonna be <laughs> terrible no, it's so bad it got like coverage like nationally in the news oh my god and he decides that he's gonna make this brilliant new coffee shop uh-huh. and it's called dumb starbucks the only way that he could like market it as the uh, starbucks uh-huh. would be to put dumb on it so he like does this whole thing it's so funny anyways i'm like it needs to be like some sort of show where i'm like going in with nathan and we're trying to fix the dmv i would just love to know like how it's so bad so anyways i need to do that wait can i ask you a question yeah please do since you like dry humor have you seen pen 15 no oh my do you have a hulu account yes well i have my boyfriend's yeah amazing you need to watch one episode of this it's the funniest show i have ever seen in my entire life obviously if you like spell out pen 15 it spells out a specific word but it's about these two 30 year olds that act like they're i think 13 or something like that they're in the seventh grade or eighth grade and they just go back in middle school so they're surrounded by all these like middle school aged kids and they are dressed like they're middle school and they're acting like they're in middle school. Like if you didn't know they weren't 30 years old, you would think they're in middle school. It's the funniest show. It's just everything about the awkward times of middle school. You're going to love it if you were awkward, at least. No, I will absolutely love that. It's the funniest. Like I've recommended it to so many girls. Guys typically don't like it because it's mainly obviously stuff that we went through like your first tampon and stuff like that yeah. it's so funny they got i think they won like an emmy or something no i'm literally gonna watch that like tonight it's amazing i I'm, need to actually i'm full of good recommendations you soft really white are. underbelly pen you, 15 yeah. just come at me no you actually have really great recommendations i've realized this <laughs> over the past 24 hours thank you you're I do what good, i can you're a good content consumer like you keep up and i, I do i appreciate that about someone especially when you still watch youtube because so many people on youtube don't watch youtube it's I, how I keep up with my friends too. Same, exactly. I think that's a big difference is like, I feel like I see my friends all the time because I watch their yeah. videos. Like Keaton's coming here literally right now and I watch her vlog this mm-hmm. morning and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Okay, so let's end this episode on what is like a typical day in your life in Nashville? Oh gosh, honestly, every day, I mean, that's so typical for an influencer to say every day is different, <laughs> but I wake up. So Cody and I live together, as I said, he will go to work. He does, oh, I don't really know quite how to explain what he does because I'm not very good at that stuff, but he helps like code for like okay. websites, if that makes sense. Oh, wow. He consults, so, he's, okay. yeah, he's smart. He gets, gets up, goes to work around like 8.30 and then I get up, hang out with Miller for a little while. I respond to emails. Then from there, I'm one of those weird people that shower at night. Are I don't you? Think that's weird. Really? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people shower in the morning. I just get dressed, do my thing. Honestly, a lot of the time it's just me by myself. I feel like that's so not exciting, that's especially too, for living in Nashville. I just film. I try to post one to two times a week, Mondays or Thursdays. And every day I'm trying to post on Instagram. So I will either take a picture by myself with like a tripod and like the timer or Cody once he gets off work and he gets off work pretty early because he has the ability to work remote so he'll help me to shoot content all the time but with trips and stuff 
we go on, he'll work remote there, and we'll just hammer out a ton of content. So pictures to post on Instagram, and then I won't take a picture for like two or three weeks, and I'll just have that those pictures from the trip to post, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're just batch shooting. Yeah. That's the best thing So ever. then I can focus on YouTube. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks I'm for going to brunch with me. Oh my gosh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to be in your city. I love it. It's already the best thing Is this ever. the first time you've been here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone's always telling me I would love Nashville because they're like, it's just, you would just thrive I mean, there. it's so different than Nashville show. I'm sure you can agree to that. Yeah. But it's it's great. But the Nashville show, fun fact, the soundtrack of that. Okay, so I listen to Lynn and Stella a lot and I love her. And so a lot of the Nashville soundtrack comes on mm-hmm. and I just have now listened to the Nashville soundtrack. I'm really on like a next level. So anyways, love this place. Can you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's Sarah Bell Elizabeth. And then YouTube, it's Sarah Bell 93X. Don't ask. I was born in 93. I don't know what the X is about. It's just there, chilling. You still have your OG username. I do. That's actually, I like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, do you not? (laughs) It's just, I mean, the 93X kind of sounds a little porny, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Here we are. You know, just add two more X's on there and it'll be explicit. Where else can you find me? That's pretty much all of the platforms. I guess no one uses Snapchat anymore obviously so yeah that's pretty much it amazing oh find my home okay, account yeah. it's the bell Galow, which we is so funny that literally came to me in the middle of the night one night when i was just chilling it just came to me and i was just like this is it this is what i've waited my entire life for so the bell Galow. it's actually genius it is thank you we love that all right thanks for humble. coming on thank yeah, you humble. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I love you guys so much. Um, Your homework for this week. I'm starting homework now. So stay tuned to the end for homework. Homework for this week is to go watch that YouTube video that we talked about with Leonardo DiCaprio's brother. It is really, really wild. But I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you guys next week.